I'm Pete McCall, and welcome to episode 71 of All About Fitness. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably a fitness enthusiast, or you're looking for new ways that you can use exercise to enhance your quality of life. I mean, that is what this podcast is all about. Now, you may also travel a lot for work, and you may find it tough to make time for your workouts when you're on the road. You know, as a fitness educator and a consultant, I spend a lot of time traveling, and it really is hard to schedule times for the workouts or make times, you know, even when I'm teaching a you know, workshop seven, eight hours a day, you know, talking about fitness, demonstrating fitness stuff, I still need to get my workouts in. So when I was on a recent business trip from the, the West Coast, I live in San Diego, to the East Coast, I was flying in and out of BWI. And I was very excited to see that finally, finally somebody has created the concept of a health club based at airports. On today's episode of All About Fitness, I interview Ty Manigold, the CEO and co-founder of Rome Fitness. We talk about the benefits of having a health club at the airport and the benefits of exercise during travel. It's a great way to reduce stress. Now, wouldn't it be great if you could plan your trip to get to the airport early so you could catch a workout? But what about those sweaty clothes? What about a catch in a shower? Well, Rome Fitness has you covered. In our conversation today, you'll hear about all the amenities and advantages of, of Rome Fitness. And you'll also hear about the unique logistical challenges of creating a startup health club specifically for airports. After a quick word from the sponsor of All About Fitness, Ty Manigold, CEO and co-founder of Rome Fitness. Vicor Fitness is the maker of the new TerraCore, which is a step, bench, balance trainer, and multifaceted exercise tool combined into one single platform. Go to vicorefitness.com to see the newest piece of equipment that will be taking the fitness industry by storm in 2017. Use the code AAF to save 20% on purchasing a TerraCore of your own. TerraCore by Vicor Fitness. Vicor Fitness. Better results from better products. This is all about fitness. I'm Pete McCall here with Ty Mangold. Ty, first of all, did I pronounce the last name correctly? Uh, close, Manigold. Manigold. Okay, I forgot the, that little syllable there. Well, I apologize about that, Ty. And Ty, what is it that you do? What's the company that you started? So I am the president and co-founder of Rome Fitness, and Rome is a you know it's a lifestyle brand I guess of post-security airport gyms, um, you know, and we're bringing a refreshing experience to that dreaded airport environment because we believe travel days you know shouldn't mean you have to compromise your health. Wait, wait what do you mean dreaded airport environment? Come on, the airport isn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, well, every time I've gone in the past, I'm always, you know, Googling uh, what traffic is like and kind of figuring out how late I can push it until I show up, you know, knowing that once I get there, I'm going to be a, a prisoner uh, or, a, you know, captive on the other side of security. Um, and I think a lot of other folks who travel a lot feel the same way. It's it's just kind of a, a you know, a dreaded um, <laughs> It's, it's drudgery. And, and one thing that I really like about this, and, and for listeners, I stumbled across Rome Fitness when I was in uh, BWI Airport. Because right now, currently, that's your only location, correct? Correct. Okay. So how long have you been open in BWI? 
So we opened up the doors um, in February of this year, 2017. And what's the response been? How have people been reacting to it? It's been fantastic, and we're really pleased with it. Uh, great customer experience. Um, you know, a lot of smiling faces, a lot of customers walking by um, or potential customers walking by saying, you know, hey, I thought about this five years ago. You stole my idea. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and really a lot of folks learning about our services. Right. We have um, a complimentary clothing rental program in it. We have showers that are reservable. And, and so really teaching individuals about what we have to offer and how to utilize us um, and where we are in the airport. That's that's kind of where we're at right now. Well, let's let's, take, let's walk through those one at a time because I think that's really unique. And, and just uh, for the record, Ty, I've been a for, I'm a frequent traveler. I travel about 100,000 miles a year, and uh, I have so for the last number of years. And I, since I joined an airline club, it's really changed my game in terms of my personal approach to, to getting to the airport because I, I will arrive early now knowing that I can use the airline club to get some emails done. I can, you know, can get some work done while waiting for my gate. But knowing now that actually they're going to be exercise options, that's a complete game changer as well. So let's walk through a couple of the, uh, of the benefits of the services that you provide. What's, what's the clothing rental service that you guys have? So um, I guess I'm going to start out a little bit earlier than that. We access to the gyms through a day, month, or year pass, right? So if you're just walking by and, and all of a sudden you realize you've got time, um, 25 bucks is a day pass. Pretty, pretty simple and, and affordable. Um, and any one of those passes gets you full access to the facility. They're all the same. Um, that includes a complimentary uh, clothing rental program that we have set up. Um, if uh, male or women, men or women, uh, doesn't matter, we can outfit you uh, top to bottom, head to toe with Lululemon gear and Brooks running shoes. That's a, see, I saw that and I thought that was a complete game changer because I could see one of the hesitations being, oh man, I don't want to get on a flight or I don't want to start a four day trip with a pair of sweaty clothes in my bag. What's been the response to, to your customers? I mean, how, how much do they love that, that little benefit or that part of the service? It's been uh, better received than we originally anticipated. Um, about 50% of our users uh, or visitors actually utilize that, that rental system. But if you brought your own, for example, um, we also have a, a vacuum sealer pack so we can shrink wrap it up before you throw it into your carry-on so you know those, those stinky odors you talked about don't permeate your luggage. So we've got <laughs> other options available as well if you didn't want to rent it. But I'm going to I'm bit, have to, I'm well, guess, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was say, I might have to get some information from you on that because as someone, I mean, I, I travel frequently to teach fitness workshops, so I'm, I'm constantly flying with sweaty clothes. <laughs> I might have to get some uh, insight with you on how you do that. And now the showers, you mentioned something about reserving showers. How many showers are available um, right now at the, at the location and, and like kind of what are your plans with that? Yep. So at the BWI spot, we have four private bathroom, you know, single occupant shower rooms. Um, they're reservable on 15-minute increments, and this is where there is a difference in the memberships just in this one spot. If you have the annual pass, you can reserve that 24 hours in advance. So when you check in for your flight, um, you can just pull up your, your membership profile through our website and log in and reserve a shower. Otherwise, you can do it when you show up on site um, those those shower rooms, like I said, it's 15 minutes. Uh, we provide all the the bath products. We've got Mullen and Getz um, uh, items in there. Towel service. Uh, even all the rooms also have little uh, Alexa dots so that you can listen to the radio or set a timer in there, or uh, you know ask what the weather's going to be like at your destination. 
That's pretty cool. And overall, I mean, how has the response been in terms of in terms of membership? I mean, I don't need specific numbers, obviously, but in terms of your projections, are you where you thought you would be, or, or are you ahead of it? That's a, a, a complex question, uh, or rather, a complex answer. Um, numbers are always going to be challenging. Uh, we're in a smaller part of the airport, um, and we're right after security, which means we get a lot of folks who who've just come through who are originating from the airport, but not a whole lot of the layovers. Okay. Um, our numbers are always going up uh, month over month, uh, and we're pleased with that. We also have corporate accounts uh, with the airlines and the airport, the uh, employees themselves. Those continue to rise. Uh, but really, our, our goal is to grow as quick as possible and get as many other stores open as we can. And that's when we're going to uh, see our numbers kind of skyrocket on up. Well, I think part of it is visibility. I mean, you know, you are in BWI, and that's that's not really what I would consider a – it's not a hub airport, so to speak. It's much more of a destination airport. Um, and then now with your plants, how, how challenging was it? I'm interested in the logistics. How challenging was it to work with logistics and work with the airport authority to get the space in there? Very challenging. Uh, you know, it's it's not like we're you know doing rocket science here. Um, we're putting gyms in airports, so that part is pretty straightforward. But the complexity uh, involved really um, comes down to operating behind security. Right, we have to deal with TSA requirements and security protocol. Um, all of that had to be worked out the first time. You know, what was a a gym going to look like? Right, where the free weights going to be an issue? Where the lockers going to be an issue? All that stuff. Um, all of a sudden was a new set of challenges or a new set of questions at the very least that had never been asked. The other trick was convincing airports that this was within their own benefit. Um, They're always looking at it from a revenue or usually looking at it from a revenue generation standpoint. And, you know, putting in another quick serve restaurant is always going to yield a lot of return for them. Um, And that was and still is and will continue to be a challenge for us moving forward. Showing the airports that actually, you know, it's it's if you put a service like this in, it's going to it's going to pay off uh, maybe not in revenue right away, but in customer satisfaction. And we think in revenue also later down the road, happy customers tend to spend a lot more uh, at other services. So it is in their interest. It just it's a little bit longer game. Well, I could tell you that if you, you know, if you went with a certain airline and you were able to get within, you know, the airlines, you know, within the airlines, you know, terminal or whatever in, each, in number of airports, I honestly, for somebody like me, for a business traveler like me that that does make fitness a priority, it would be a huge, it would be a game changer. I mean, I would be considering, you know, jumping ship from Coke to Pepsi, for example, um, you know, if if they allowed, you know, if you had your service in the terminal. The other thing is, have you tried positioning this to the airlines for employee wellness, for access for their employees on layovers? Absolutely. Uh, we have and do. Um, some airports already have gyms like that for their for their employees, um, or rather the airline at that airport has a small gym put in. But usually they're, you know, they've allocated just some downstairs closet room and threw in a couple old treadmills they found <laughs> off of Craigslist. You know, they're not fancy. Um, there's no services involved. Um, we're seeing great reception uh, from this. We've got, you know, a, a 150 some odd annual members already. 
And a whole bunch of those are our airport and airline staff. Um, we love it because they come in kind of at the opposite times from the rest of the passengers, but then they also can help us get the word out there to, to their passengers, to their customers on the planes uh, once they know about it. So uh, we love it when the flight crews come on in. Well, I would imagine so. And then with your, with your background, did you have a background in the fitness industry? I mean, what, what kind of prompted you to, to bring this service to the market? Yeah. Uh, no, the answer is not at all. Um, I, I never dealt with uh, airports or gyms outside of being an end user of both. Uh, my background was in uh, program management, and I, I worked kind of in the nonprofit world for a long time, um, which is somewhat related to this, right? I had to deal with a lot of entities and, and figuring out how to get a certain program to fit between it. But um, I wanted the service myself. Um, I used to uh, and still do run a lot. And about six years ago, um, was traveling quite a bit and trying to, to keep up my, my running routine and felt really helpless when I was in the airport. Um, you know, I'm not the first person to have the idea. I'm definitely not the last, but uh, some other folks I met in grad school um, and I uh, ran with the idea and, and started to look into it and realized very early on that this certainly had legs. Uh, so that's why we, we kept going with it and we brought on uh, experts with us. Uh, Deborah Regan is one of our, our, I would call her our early founders. Uh, she joined the team and is pioneering our BWI spot from a, a management and operations standpoint. We brought on other folks who we'd call experts in the airport world, um, and they've helped us you know, try to figure out what that leasing relationship looks like. And, and we think we've cracked it because uh, we have airports now calling us asking for the next spot. Well, that's an amazing thing, Ty. And, and real quick, I want to—I'll I touch on one thing in a second. But according, I mean, looking at my timeline uh, or my whatever those are called timeline of Facebook or Instagram, and again, I'm in a pretty—I um, have a pretty strong network or pretty big network of people like me who travel around the world teaching fitness workshops. We teach personal training workshops. And I have friends posting pictures of themselves doing push-ups over the air in Asia. I have friends, you know, showing different extra luggage exercises they do on airport layovers. So according to my timeline uh, on my Instagram or Facebook feeds, you've got a hit on your hands. It's just a matter of how do you how do you get it out there. And now now for listeners, um, Ty mentioned a name that, that's near and dear to my heart. Deborah Regan is a, is a former boss of mine. She hired me a number of years ago, and we worked together for a couple of years. What, what experience has she brought to the table, Ty? She's been phenomenal. And, and I'll say hands down, there's no way we would be where we are without her. Um, my, my co-founder, Cynthia Sandal, and I met her um, in Baltimore. Um, you know, we had gotten the go-ahead from the airport there. And we said, great, you know, this is we're going to go with this one if this airport will work. And so we started searching locally for someone to be our GM. Um, and Deborah fortuitously was in the area. And, you know, we we were Cynthia and myself were, I'll admit, pretty blind and I guess ignorant to kind of the the spa wellness um, gym fitness industry from a, a managerial standpoint. And uh, Deborah came in and, you know, has just been killing it in such a good way. She knows how to how to staff it. She knows what the strains are going to be on, what the bottlenecks are. Um, the, you know, the fun part for her, I think, is converting all of her 30-some years of experience doing this as, you know, a true professional uh, now into the airport environment and dealing with the, you know, quasi-government, uh, quasi-for-profit environment that's there um, and trying to figure out how to relate that back to what she's 
she's known, um, you know, and the strategies that have proven useful to her in the past. And, that, and that's great to hear. It's good to see somebody like that, I guess, in, in fitness industry. And Deborah, when you listen to this, I mean this in absolutely no disrespect. I mean it in the highest regard possible. But the tech industry calls people like that gray hairs, right? People that have the experience. <laughs> and, you know, because a lot of the idea of people like yourself might tend to skew a little bit on the younger demographic. And, and so having somebody like that with that industry experience in your corner has been helpful. And, and do you feel like you're, do you feel like the fitness industry is a different animal? What industry did you work in before? And, and how does the fitness industry differ from that? So, um, I worked in, um, as I'd mentioned earlier, the nonprofit world, I worked for a couple colleges, uh, Kalamazoo college, university of Michigan, and then, um, a, a wilderness leadership Institute in Northern Wisconsin. Um, and so, I mean, that was somewhat related to what we're doing right now and that a lot of it was, was government entity. There was this back and forth between, you know, weighing pros and cons of what's, what's going to be good or best for the greater good and still what's going to generate cash because at the end of the day, cash is king. And if we don't have that, we can't operate. Um, from the fitness industry standpoint, it's, you know, it's a totally different sell, um, right? We're not catering to one mark or one geographic location and, you know, casting our net out a couple miles um, and trying to uh, place positive impressions upon that community um, in order to attract members. We have to do, you know, we have to recruit brand new customers every day to join a gym. Um, you know, that is extremely challenging in, in this environment. And we're competing against a lot of other substitutes, uh, you know, sitting down and eating, having a beer, sleeping. You know, those are there's certainly a time and place for all of those. And I, as a frequent traveler, I've definitely done that. Um, but we're trying to, you know, convince folks that that there's a, a better alternative out there um, and that it can be done in, in a couple of minutes. And that uh, is challenging just because it's new and the airport's already a, a high stress environment. Well, and I would argue that in, in support of what your concept is and one of the reasons why I'm so keen on it is that over the last few years, I have seen a, a remarkable change in the excuse me, in the hotel fitness center room. You know, I, I laughed earlier because you said that, you know, if, if an airport has a wellness facility for, if an airline has a wellness facility, it's basically an old treadmill. Well, I can't tell you how many small hotels I've been in that, that basically that's what their fitness room, quote, fitness room looks like. Just a couple of cheap, um, you know, consumer brand uh, treadmills with some maybe weights they got at the local sports authority, um, rest its soul, when it was in business. But, you know, and I see, I've seen a remarkable change in that because I do think, and from my experience, and if you listen to Tim Ferriss's podcast, you'll hear that a lot of executives and a lot of leaders make fitness a priority. You know, I think, has that been your experience is that you tend to, to skew or draw people that tend to towards or are from the executive ranks of, of their respective businesses? I mean, that's certainly our goal and, and is laid out in our business plan, um, right? The decision makers at those companies uh, who do value fitness are the ones who are going to be traveling. Um, and so that's why we love our location. Right now, because it's so early on in the you know in our journey, we're really getting the the early adopters, the gym rats, the people who are are placing this above and beyond uh, the typical priority. But our goal is to to shift that around and and to have those execs who do say you know it's it's worthwhile for our company to invest in a corporate wellness program. You know we would love to be involved in that. Um, you know we would love to to supplement their efforts uh, for their employees on the road. Uh, you talked about, too, also hospitality industry starting to shift around a little bit. 
Um, you know, yeah, that's a lot of hotels with bad gyms, but they're seeing the importance of this too, in terms of attracting customers. So one of our team members, his name's Adam Glickman, and he's, um, used to work for IHG, um, and was key and instrumental in the creation of the even brand hotels. It's a really cool company or cool brand that they've got about, I don't know, 10 locations now, but they're all fitness minded. Uh, each room's got its own, you know, yoga facility basically built in it. And they're, you know, they're going after uh, the millennial and Gen X business traveler who's health conscious and minded. Same person we're doing. Well, uh, I, sorry, go, I, you know, but I have to imagine there's so many of us out there that, you know, the only reason why we do something like grab a beer or, mm-hmm. or get something to eat at, at the airport is because we don't have any other options. You mm-hmm. know, and then what, what, what type of equipment do you guys provide in, in your facility? Do you, uh, do you have any relationships with existing vendors and, and you know, kind of what, what, what type of atmosphere? Is it strength-based? Is it cardio-based? You know, what type of workout could people expect? Yeah, great, great question. And one that we spent a lot of time working on early on in this process. You know, we went out and interviewed 500 some odd people and asked, you know, where are you interested in an airport gym? What would it look like? One of those things was what would you need in it? And then we allocated floor space appropriately to that. We actually built ourselves a prototype gym in a warehouse first before we tried this. Oh, cool. but yeah, in terms of you know the equipment, we wanted it to be very uh, technology integrated. We know that our, our customers are um, main, you know mainly millennials and Gen Xers, uh, but we do have outliers outside of that. But that they're you know they're always on their phone. They want to be uh, plugged into their emails and to social media and to whatever. And we wanted a we wanted an entire facility that related to that. So we ended up going with Techno Gym for a lot of our equipment. Um, just because, I mean, they're, they're high end, they're durable as, as all get out, uh, but they're, they're very tech, uh, integrated. We have a concept two rower in there as well. And those cardio equipment pieces are definitely our most used. Um, then we have a, you know, the, the showering area is also from a square footage perspective, pretty big. Those were the, the two most demanded spots. We do have free weights and some benches. Um, strength training was, you know, it was there, but it wasn't, it wasn't uh, an absolute necessary. People really wanted to burn off steam, um, and if they could do a little bit of weight stuff, then that was fine. Another thing we also have is a little dedicated stretching yoga area with a TRX uh, resistant uh, resistance strap set up in it. And that's awesome. I mean, and from a, from a physiological standpoint, that's all you really need in order to expend some you know some calories before you get on a flight. I mean, you're not going to want to do a really strenuous workout before you're sedentary from anywhere from two to twelve hours. And so, I think from from an equipment standpoint, that sounds like just I mean, you kind of have hit the sweet spot for people that just want to have a little fifteen to forty five minute workout. You know, because you might catch people as you grow and expand, you might catch people traveling between legs and linking you know, trips together, you know, this this week, I'm actually coming back to your neck of the woods. I'll be in Ruston, Virginia for a few days. And then the following week I flip between, uh, Moscow, Russia and Boston, uh, you know, then Boston, Massachusetts. So, you know, I'm looking at that going, man, I, you know, I wish I had the opportunity to have that type of, to have that type of facility. What are your, you know, what for your expansion plans? and, And you don't need to dive into details, but how, how well do you think you'll be expanding or how quickly do you think you'll be expanding in 2018? So, uh, like I said, our goal is to grow as, as fast as possible. Um, every day we have 30 or 40 people who walk by and they don't have time to use this this time, but they, you know, they say they want to use it next time around. And, and, and they do, um, about 70% of our users are pre-originating flight goers. 
Um, but they, the second question they ask, or the second thing they say is where else are you? Um, and you know, we've listened to what our customers are saying. Um, and we've taken a look at the, at the major hub airports out in the U S as well as internationally and kind of made our wish list. Um, that being said, you know, we can come up with, you know, if I could wave a magic wand, what would I do? Uh, but at the end of the day, that kind of goes right out the window because it comes down to what airport says yes. You know, do they have available space? Does it work well for us? Um, are they going to help in the build-out costs, or do we have to foot the entire bill? So a lot of those factors really influence it. Um, I can't, you know, tell you any airport specifically that we're going into because we don't have any of those signed leases yet. Um, but I can say that we're chatting with, you know, a lot of the top 10, top 20 major U.S. airports, right? The San Francisco's and Denver's and JFK's of the world, uh, you know, Minneapolis, Chicago, um, you know, you name it. And, and we're talking to them. Uh, we're also looking at, you know, third tier airports and second tier airports because we like those, too. We want to work with the business traveler that uses that as their home base launching point, Um you know, so so anywhere and everywhere in between, we're, we're looking at. But we would really like to get our next three or four locations in in 2018, kind of at major U.S. hubs. And, and how can people follow you, Ty? As you as you expand, I mean, what's your website? And do you have social media? How can people you know keep track of, of your growth and and keep pay attention to whether or not you're opening in their neck of the woods? Absolutely. So we we've got a website. It's you know RomeFitness.com. Uh, pretty simple there. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can search for us there. Same thing with Instagram, LinkedIn. We have a Twitter account as well. Uh, but really, Facebook and Instagram are, are our prime locations. Um, on our website, you can find a newsletter, and I encourage you to sign up there, uh, like us on social media, and that's going to be the best way to follow us in our expanction plans. Um, I, if you want if you want to uh, roam fitness in your own airport, the best thing you can do is call that airport and request one. They really do listen to customer feedback. Um and having voices in the community say this is something I would would utilize uh, helps us by all means. Well, I think it gets in that behaviors. And just real quick for listeners, that's Rome R O A M. You know R O A M. And I have to say that Ty because I'm a fan of uh, the Jim Rome Radio Show. So <laughs> I don't, and you're in no way affiliated with that. You're your own uh, entity. So it's R O A M Fitness. And I really think that once you get up and going, I do think it will change people's behaviors. That people would, if they know they could get a 30-minute workout at the at the airport, they would schedule their day around being at the airport 30 to 45 minutes early. Oh, there already are. Um, and that's what we love about Baltimore. It certainly is a, a we're in the DE connector, which is basically everyone but Southwest uh, Airlines. And so because of that, it's a lot of O and D or origin and destination travelers. Um, and a lot of them are not from the Baltimore area. So we're getting these these business individual, single individual travelers who, you know, they're landing in BWI for a meeting. They finish up that meeting and they can't go back to their hotel, right? It's They've already checked out and their flight's not until seven o'clock. And now that they know about us, instead of waiting to the last minute and, you know, working somewhere in the city, they're coming to us early, uh, working out and, and, you know, getting through security without any anxiety of whether or not they're going to be late. They're, they're being productive with their time. And that's exactly what we love. And that's awesome here. Well, it's Ty, it's Ty Manigold with Rome, R-O-A-M Fitness. Thank you for your time, Ty, and I wish you best of luck in, in the time in the future to come. Thank you very much, Peter. It's a pleasure chatting with you. Isn't that such a great concept? I mean, as someone who travels quite a bit, and for the last few years, 
averaged right around 100,000 miles a year of travel, running around the country and, and in some instances the world, teaching workshops to other fitness professionals. And, you know, somebody working in fitness, you'd think it would be easy for me to stay fit or, you know, find time or make, make time for workouts on the road. And I do make it a priority. But that said, it really can be a challenge, you know, because especially, you know, in, in other countries, you're staying in, in business hotels that are really small that don't have workout facilities. Or if they do have a workout facility, it really is a couple of consumer pieces of equipment and just a few dumbbells going up to about maybe 15 kilograms, um, you know, overseas is metric. So to see a concept like Rome Fitness was really, you know, I, you know, when I saw it, I was, I had done a quick trip. Uh, I live on the West Coast. I live in San Diego, and I had flown uh, out of. Uh, it, it was a bad travel day. We all know about those. I had left San Diego. I got to Denver on my way to Baltimore, and of course, you're sitting on the plane in Denver. The pilot comes on. Well, you know, we got to check out a few things here with maintenance, and we'll just be a few minutes. You know, 20 minutes later, pilot comes on. Well, you know, it's not as simple as we thought. We're going to see if we can take care of it before we may have to do anything else. Well, you know the drill. The, the flight that, that I was on that was supposed to leave at 6.30 didn't end up leaving until after 10 o'clock at night because they had to switch planes. I didn't get into Baltimore till God, what, 4 a.m. the next morning. And I had to teach a workshop that day. I had to teach a workshop the morning that I got there and, you know, with no sleep, almost no sleep because I literally got to, I couldn't cancel the hotel that late. And I got two hour two hour nap uh, once I got to my hotel instead of getting the six or seven hours of sleep I was originally supposed to get. So that aside, I mean that just is one of the common road warrior strategies that makes exercise a challenge. But that's why when I saw the concept of, of Rome Fitness, I didn't you know if I had if I'd gotten more than two hours of sleep, I would have definitely gone in and, and done a workout. As it was, I stopped by, I talked to the two two women working there and asked a few questions, got some information. And followed up with an email to, to Ty. And it wasn't until after I started doing a little research in preparation for the interview that I found out my former boss was uh, the GM of the location at uh, Baltimore. And I have nothing but a world respect of respect for Deborah Regan. And she is absolutely the right person to be running the operations of a new startup company. In fact, that's when you know we worked together. She hired me to um, help with fitness education programming for in what all intents and purposes was a startup health club business. The company we both worked for was a property management company that had bought six health clubs since high-end premium health clubs. And I, you know, she, you know, I was one of the first people on our team from the corporate level to, to help with that, uh, help with that endeavor. It was a wonderful experience. And I learned a heck of a lot working under her. So it was really exciting to see someone with back that background and that experience helping this this type of startup. But I wanted to bring Ty on because I would imagine that like me, a lot of you out there listening probably are frequent travelers. You probably find it a challenge to make, you know, make time for workouts. It's not that you don't want to work out, but you know, between getting to the airport or between connecting flights or if you got a meeting in Denver, then you have to get down to Houston or go from, you know, Chicago to LA and LA up to Seattle. You know, that stuff can be a challenge. And, and you know, for, if you're doing, you know, back-to-back trips, you know, it can be tough booking hotels with fitness centers. So how awesome would it be to be able to get a workout at the airport once you get through security? And now I have to admit that for a number of years, I mean, I fly almost exclusively United. 
And for a number of years, I've been a member of the United Club. And that is really, being a member of the United Club has really changed my habits around the airport because now I make an effort to get to the airport early because I can go into the club, I can check my email, I can get a few things done, I can grab a newspaper and I can, you know, I'm not rushed before I get to the gate or I'm not sitting at the gate. And so for those of you that have airport club memberships, you know how valuable those can be. And I have to say, if I could buy a membership to Rome Fitness and, you know, get a, get a workout, you know, get to the airport, plan on getting to the airport 90 minutes to two hours early so I can get a 45 to 60 minute workout and still get some stuff done before the flight, that's a no brainer. That is an absolute no brainer. And they're not, it's not the most extensive equipment selection I've ever seen, you know, but that aside, it was comparable, if not better than most hotel gyms that I've seen domestically and definitely internationally. So there are options. I mean, just getting on a treadmill for 30 minutes and doing some bodyweight exercises sometimes, especially when you got back-to-back trips, is a great workout because not every workout has to crush you. Sometimes just moving, you know, for a little bit at a time is all you need. And as I'm recording this, I'm just thinking, you know, I again, Fly United, I'm often connecting between terminals B and C at uh, Chicago at O'Hare. And you can always tell those of us that work out because we're the ones that put our suitcase, our roll on up on our shoulder, and we're doing like a little run up the steps. You know, when you, when you have to go down the, you know, you can either go down the uh, escalator or go, you know, go down the steps and then go up the steps on the other side of going through the terminal. You always see the fit people. And I always know that they're, you know, they might be CrossFitters, whatever they are, both men and women. You kind of give each other a little wink and a nod because you can see all the people standing there, you know, silently moving on the escalator while a few of us hardy souls put our uh, bags up on our shoulder and just use that opportunity to get a few extra steps. Because, you know, that that is the challenge of trying to stay fit on the road. You got to sneak it in. And that's one of the nice things about having an airport club membership of just a travel club is I can leave my bag, you know, there and walk around the club. I can also work from, a, you know, a lot of the, the clubs have standing counters. So you can work from a standing position, which is another way to stay active uh, while on the road. So I wanted to bring you, what I wanted to do is bring you uh, the concept of Rome Fitness. They only have one location, but as you heard Ty talk about, they are aggressively pursuing other opportunities. It just, it presents a unique logistical challenge. You know, airport authorities are in business to generate revenue for the authority. So what do you want to go with? You want to go with a you know food and beverage place. You want to go with another Chili's Express or you know Wolfgang Puck Express because there's a formula there. You know how much money that's going to generate in a retail space. But a concept like Rome Fitness is brand new. It's you know relatively untested. And where they are at BWI, it's not really a connecting terminal. It's you know an or- origination or a, you know a destination point. It's not, you know BWI is not a big connector hub, um, especially not in the terminal they were in. I think it was United and a couple other ones. It wasn't in the main Southwest terminal BWI. Anyway, uh, hopefully I just wanted to give you a few a few ideas out there of other ways to stay fit because fitness, folks, fitness is a mindset. If you exercise regularly, if you're fit, it doesn't happen by accident. You have to plan for it. You have to make time for it. You have to schedule it. So knowing that you could go to the airport a little bit early, you know, half an hour, 40, you know, an extra, giving yourself an extra little bit of time to get to the airport, knowing that you can catch a workout and even better, knowing that you don't have to shove a pair of sweaty clothes into your bag, 
you know, for the next three or four days while you're, while you're, you know, going to a couple different hotels. How awesome is that? That's why I reached out, uh, reached out to Ty and, and said, Hey, I want to get you on the show. I want I want you to talk to, uh, my listeners and tell them about the concept and, you know, get them excited about it. Cause guys, as you can tell, I'm really stoked. I think it's a great idea. I really wish them nothing but success. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just great. You know, knowing they have someone with Deborah's experience really does make me feel good and, and does give me an idea that hopefully they can make this thing work. So that's it for this episode of all about fitness. Ty Manigold, the CEO and co-founder of Rome Fitness, an airport-based health club. And as always, if you enjoy these episodes of All About Fitness, if you find yourself getting a lot of good information, helpful information for staying healthy and, and for how you can use exercise to improve your quality of life, please take a moment. All I'm asking is you give me a rating. Right now, I'm not selling you anything. I'm not trying to push anything, and I don't plan on it. But what I do ask is that you you give a rating so your fellow fitness enthusiasts can find me on your favorite podcasting service. So it doesn't take more than a minute. Please stop by. Just you know, give me a little feedback. You give me a rating and help other people get the best information about fitness they can. And thank you for tuning in. If you have a question about fitness or a question about exercise that you'd like answer an upcoming quick fit tip, please do me a favor. Send it to me, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Also, if you uh, have a fitness concept uh, that you'd uh, like to pitch or like to promote a guest to, to, to book for the show, please send me an email at that address, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. You can also follow me on the Twitter. My Twitter handle is at PeteMC underscore fitness. My Instagram handle is PeteMcCall underscore fitness. That's Pete McCall underscore fitness. And as always, www.petemccallfitness.com or go to the American Council on Exercise, acefitness.org to read my blogs about health, fitness, and exercise and how you can use exercise to enhance your quality of life. Thanks for stopping by and I look forward to having you tune in to catch upcoming episodes of All About Fitness.